Hey, hey, Firestarters, you are listening to episode 222 of the Females on Fire podcast. For this Fire Friday, I am diving into one of my favorite people to listen to, the queen herself, Miss Taylor Swift. And we're going to talk about 13 things that you could copy from Taylor Swift into your business and your marketing plan to help you grow. So we're going to dive into those 13 things in this episode. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey there, gorgeous, and welcome to the Females on Fire podcast, the place to be if you're an audacious dreaming woman ready to ignite your influence, burn your limitations, and spark your success. I'm your host, motivational speaker, marketing coach, and Dr. Pepper lover, Haley Luckadoo, and together with the most incredible women I can find, we're going to bring you the best business and personal growth advice to help you create a profitable biz and step into the highest version of yourself. So welcome to the club, Firestarter. Now let's start turning that spark of an idea into a wildfire of success. Are you ready for a revolution? It's time to shake up the industry a little, and girlfriend, you're going to want to be a part of this. The Females on Fire Conference is headed to Dallas, Texas, August 7th and 8th of 2024, and it is a conference like no other. We are so tired of stuffy business conferences or motivational speakers that don't give you any actual depth. So we're bringing together over a thousand women, a fire speaker lineup, and some fun twists and surprises for two action-packed days that will change your life and your business. It's time to ditch the drama and the struggle, get aligned and profitable, and unleash the audacious dreamer and impactful doer inside of you. And with tickets that start at only $97, we're making sure that you can get yourself in the room. So save your seat at the revolution by heading to femalesonfireconference.com and get ready for two days of business, personal, and community growth like you've never seen it done before. Let's go. I am so excited about this episode because I'm a huge Swifty, been a Swifty since 2006. And whether you've been around as long as I have in the Swifty universe, or you're a brand new Swifty and have jumped on board since the era's tour, um, I think we can all agree that Taylor Swift is number one, a, a fantastic, you know, singer, songwriter, artist, all of those amazing things, but also just an incredible businesswoman. And I think even if you don't like her music, you have to admit that. She has just really gained so much popularity over the years. And that is not by accident. It's strate strategic and planned and the result of many, many years of effort and strategy and just doing all the right things. So she's such an incredible businesswoman. I think there's so much we can learn from her. And so I wanted to dive into an episode around that. And as I was starting to create these ideas of like things we could learn from her for the episode, I was like, okay, it has to be 13 things. And if you're not a Swifty, I'll let you in on the secret. If you are a Swifty, you already know 13 is Taylor's lucky number. 
Uh, her birthday is also the 13th in December. So it just seemed right to make it 13 things that you can learn from her to implement in your business and not only in your business, but in your marketing plan and in your strategy. And it was just pure luck that this ended up being episode 222. I actually did not plan that at all, but I don't know about you. I'm feeling 22 and I'm super excited to dive into these 13 things. Now, this is a fire Friday episode. I usually try to keep them a little bit shorter. So I'm going to breeze through them pretty quickly because I think once I say them, most of them, um, are fairly self-explanatory. So We'll just kind of breeze right through them, but I really want you to think through these things again, whether you like Taylor Swift or not, it really doesn't matter. This is just 13 things that you really should be thinking about for your own business and your own marketing strategy and really trying to implement as much of this as you can, especially as we get ready to go into a new year. So number one, the very first thing that you should learn from Taylor Swift and steal from her, her business and her strategy is to leverage storytelling. Taylor's songs are so popular with her fans because they tell stories. She's really great at painting the picture for her listeners and even gives them like background on the albums and the songs to help them understand the storylines even more, right? So we've gone along with her through many, many stories. Her uh, folklore album is like entirely fictional. We've watched her go through breakups and love interests and finding herself and creating these new beautiful versions of her and just experiencing life and adventure and that freedom and write songs about all of those things. And it's because of those songs, because of those beautiful lyrics where she tells these stories that we love her music. So leverage storytelling in your own business, tell your own stories, tell your clients stories, Talk about the results that you help people get, show people the behind the scenes of what you're doing, you know, find ways to take your adventures, your embarrassing moments, your fun stories, your childhood experiences, and turn them into life lessons or marketing lessons or, you know, self-care lessons, like whatever it is that you do relate it to that and use those stories to your advantage. Number two, repurpose your best work. (laughs) Of course, you know, if you're a Swifty, you know that Taylor has slightly different reasons for re-releasing her old albums as these like brand new Taylor's versions, but this should still show you that repurposing works, right? So she is re-releasing her old albums and it's the same songs. She's just re-recorded them. They're just slightly tweaked, right? And then she's adding some fun, fresh new stuff that are the From the Vault songs, right? And fresh new covers. So that should prove to you that you can take your old stuff, your old content, your old offers, your old freebies, 
your old masterclasses, whatever it is, you can take those things that your audience loved the first time and know with confidence that they will love it again when you put a fresh new spin on it. So don't be afraid to leverage that work that you already have and just put a fresh little tweak on it, a fresh new cover on it, a fun spin, um, and mix it in with your brand new content, brand new offers, brand new masterclasses, whatever, and really, really leverage repurposing your old stuff. You do not have to reinvent the wheel. Number three, gamification, gamify everything, make it a game. That's what makes life and business fun. And if you are a Swifty or you even just kind of followed along with Swifties over the past few years, you know that Taylor is constantly dropping really fun hints and clues and Easter eggs and puzzles for her audience to figure out. And it keeps them on their toes. It keeps them engaged and it keeps them really invested in what she's putting out, but it also keeps them talking, right? They have a great time. We have a great time. I'm in on this. We have a great time, you know, jumping over to social media, jumping on TikTok, putting our theories out there, hopping into Facebook groups or chatting with friends talking about, mm, did you see that thing she put out? I think, I wonder if it's an Easter egg for the next album. I wonder if it's this, I wonder if it's that. You can do the same thing, create hype around what you're doing, make things fun, learn to gamify it, get really, really creative in how you announce things in how you put things out into the world in the content that you create. When you make everything a game, people are going to feel less like they are being sold to like they are just another email on your email list or just another follower, you know, on your social media account. And they're going to feel more like your friend. They're going to feel more like they know who you are. They're having fun. This is a part of something bigger than them that they get to experience. Number four, sticking with getting creative and gamifying things. Don't limit your creativity. So Taylor has bounced from genre to genre in the music world and has somewhat reinvented herself each time. And if you notice with each, you know, album that she's put out and, and kind of bouncing around through some different genres and, and, and reinventing herself, she has never limited herself in her own style, in her style of writing, in her style of music. And so even when she's staying in like the pop genre, every album has a very different feel. And that's how they ended up being called eras, right? And now it's a fun thing to be like, I'm in my whatever era, right? So when you allow yourself to come out of the boxes that you've put yourself in, that your industry is putting you in or that society is putting you in and you don't limit your creativity, the world opens up to you. You have so many opportunities. You can reinvent yourself and pivot so many different ways. And it allows you to really expand your business, what you have to offer, how you offer it, who you offer it to, 
when you're able to offer it. And it just gives you the opportunity to really have more fun and play and get creative in the way that you choose to do things in the way that you choose to run your business in the kind of person that you get to be both as a business owner and just as a human in general. So don't limit yourself and put yourself in a box that keeps you stuck in, oh, well, I'm, I'm this one thing, or I offer this one thing, or I create this one result. I have this one type of person in my audience, right? Don't limit yourself, open yourself up to creativity and see what happens. Number five, surround yourself with the right people. And I think this is a really important one that when it comes to Taylor Swift does not get talked about enough. I think Taylor herself is incredible, both as an artist and a businesswoman. I think she's kind of a marketing genius, but she also has very carefully surrounded herself with the right people. And that is so important to her growth and success. And it's the same for you. So it doesn't get talked about enough, but if you think about it, Taylor has really surrounded herself with the best experts, the best team, and honestly, like the right, you know, family members and friends to support her and, and rally around her and be the shoulder to cry on or the cheerleader or the, you know, like person in her corner when she needs them most. And so whether it's, you know, experts and team or like friends and family that you're allowing into your life, you need to be careful about who is helping you build your empire, right? Because Taylor has built her empire with the best of the best and the people that love her most and support her the most. And you need to think about the same thing. So you should invest in mentors and choose them carefully. You should put your time into the right people, your energy into having the right group of friends around you and bringing the right people into your corner and your space and put money into the right systems and tools that are going to help you be your best self and run your best business and really thrive and succeed. So whether it's money, time, energy, investing in other people and really choosing to only allow people in your circle that have your best interest at heart and being really careful about who you take advice from and surrounding yourself with people who are smarter than you, who have been where you want to go, who are experts in the thing you need to be, you need them to be experts in surrounding yourself with those people is only going to fuel your growth. Number six, oh, Taylor, if nothing else can teach you to play the long game. So she makes really smart marketing choices and she's very careful about what she releases and when, and she never quits. So leverage your failures, learn from your mistakes and choose every single time to pick up and keep going, make really smart pivots even smarter investments and make sure that you're spending time creating actual plans and strategies for not just what you'll accomplish, but how and when you will accomplish it too. 
because everything in business, everything in marketing is a long game. And I know that you want those clients right now. You want those customers. Now you need that cash now. And that's fine to have things where you are focused a little more on the here and now, and what can I bring in today? But also remember that you need to be playing the long game with your content, right? And the longevity of your content with your offers and your launch plans and your marketing strategies for the coming years with your pipeline of what you want to create, how you're going to build it and how you're going to get there and, and really vision casting into the future, what that's going to look like. So remember that as much as you need to be thinking about the present, you also need to play the long game. Number seven, capitalize on your best stuff. So every time Taylor drops an album or merch, there are so many variants of everything. And so you can leverage this in your own business with mini offers, with funnels, with upsells, with bonuses, Taylor makes smart marketing decisions and you need to do that too. So don't just create an offer, throw it out there into the world, have one, you know, available payment option for it and leave it at that. You've got multiple opportunities to create revenue and bring in income, right? There's recurring revenue. You can really think about like extended payment options for your offers. You can have upsells and downsells and really create funnels and email sequences that are selling your stuff. You can have passive income and create miniature offers out of the bigger offers that you already have, right? You can expand on content that you've already created and turn it into a mini course or a masterclass or an ebook, like always be thinking about how to take your best stuff that you've created and capitalize on it and really make the most out of it, both in the value that you can give to your audience and in the revenue that you can bring in for yourself and your business. Number eight, boundaries, 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 set boundaries with both people and with your time. Taylor has set the record straight many times in interviews and on social media about what's going on in her life. Or, you know, she's really like set those boundaries of like, no, you can't talk to me that way. Or I don't want to talk about that or, you know, whatever we've seen her do that multiple times. And so if that's not permission for you to honor your own boundaries, I don't know what is here's a woman who is so in the public eye and she's still setting boundaries for herself. And so you also need to set boundaries with friends, with family, with clients, right? With potential clients, with followers, set those boundaries for yourself where people know not to cross that line with you. And, and it's a, it's an act of self-care, right? Just taking care of yourself and respecting your own boundaries. At the same time, Taylor also sets really great boundaries with her time. I mean, think about it right now. She's in the middle of creating one of the biggest tours in history. She's dropping albums left and right. She just created, you know, a concert film. She's doing all of these really incredible business things, but 
is also making time for herself and to go out for a girl's night and go to football games with her new boyfriend, right? Like she's doing all of these fun things and she's taking care of yourself. And so you also need to step away from your business, step away from your clients and go, you know, invest time in a hobby, invest time in self-care, do things that are fun for you, do things that you love, even if fun things for you include your business and you love your business, step away from that and make sure you're taking care of yourself too. So if nothing else, please learn from Taylor. You need to take care of yourself. You need to take care of your reputation and you need to take care of your time and your energy and protect that and protect your peace. Number nine, remember to have fun. One of the things that I love most about Taylor, and I think um, most Swifties feel this way, is that she genuinely loves what she does and it shows in everything that she put out, puts out and everything that she does. And so if you don't love what you do, why do you do it? You are in business to set your own hours, be your own boss, make your own rules. And that's the beauty of entrepreneurship is there are no rules. So create things and create spaces that are valuable to your audience. Yes. But they also light you up and get you excited and are fun for you to do. And obviously not a hundred percent of things that you have to do as a business owner are fun, right? Like none of us love taxes and that's okay. But create the things in your business that are fun for you to do and leverage systems and tools and automations and help that will help you spend more time getting to do those things that are fun for you. Number 10, care about your people. Taylor takes care of her team. She takes care of the people that work on her tour. We've seen plenty of articles come out about, um, you know, her giving extra money to her truck drivers and things like that. Um, we've seen articles come out about her donating money to like food drives or nonprofits in every city that she goes to on her tour. So she really takes care of the people that are investing in her and spending time in her. She also really cares about her fans. It's really clear that she truly deeply loves her fans and not only just loves them because they're buying for her from her, but genuinely cares about them as human beings. She cares about, you know, scrolling social media and watching like what's going on in their lives and theories that they have and how much they're loving her music. And she has said many times in interviews that she sits around and scrolls TikTok and loves watching what fans are doing, um, you know, at the tour and how they're dressing up in their outfits and when they're listening to a song for the first time and all of those beautiful things. And so you can tell that she really, truly cares about her people. And so you need to do that too, right? Like she listens to what her audience wants and needs. And you need to do the same with your audience. You need to really genuinely care, not just about your clients that are paying you, but about those people that are just following along and lurking on your content. You need to start to ask yourself, what do they want? What do they need the most? And how do I create more around that? How do I genuinely show them that I care and really pay attention to them 
to make them feel seen, heard, and loved. Number 11, be human, be human. And, you know, kind of getting more specific about this, be relatable. We all make mistakes. We all have embarrassing moments. We all have those like weird, quirky things about us, but Taylor Swift is not afraid to show those things off. And when she has what, you know, to most people would be an embarrassing moment, like a bug flying in her mouth on stage, she just like embraces it and moves on. Right. Like she's just like, Oh, that could have been embarrassing, but I'm just not going to let it be. I'm just going to feel the emotion and move past it. Right. And so she embraces her weird and she owns her quirks. And when you do the same thing, you will find your people and they will love you even more for it. Right. Swifties love that Taylor's kind of awkward in interviews and she's a little bit awkward, you know, on, on camera. Right. We love that about her. Um, we love her kind of funky style that she has sometimes, or how much she talks about her cats, right? It's all things that Swifties really love about her. And so your people are going to have those things too, that they really love about you, even if it, you think it's weird or quirky and they're going to relate to you when you own your failures, when you have an embarrassing moment, when you show up with no makeup, right? Like they're going to relate to you in those moments. And that's what you want is to show your human side and, and try to be relatable, even when you're trying to put on your best and market your business. And I'm not telling you to just like throw, you know, all strategy and care for appearances and all of that stuff out the window. You can care. There's nothing wrong with caring, but don't make everything so picture perfect and and get so caught up in perfectionism that you lose relatability. Number 12, create community. So whether it's friendship bracelets or bringing people to her house for secret sessions during the lover era, Taylor has absolutely brought her fans together. And there are like groups, Facebook groups, real life groups, events, all kind of stuff that are entirely dedicated to finding other Swifty friends, creating local meetups, um, sending each other bracelets or, you know, merch and things like that. There's whole groups dedicated to this. So when you put a huge focus on community in your business, regardless of what kind of business you're building, your people won't just find you, they will find each other. And when they find each other and they find friendships and community and build these really strong connections and relationships over something you created, they will love your brand even more for bringing them together. Swifties have found their best friends. They have found business partners. They have found the people that get them by bonding over Taylor Swift and finding other Swifties. And they love her even more because they found this random person that has now become their best friend over just bonding over her stuff. So you want to create that same sense of community in your business. Last, but absolutely not least, I think we breezed through fairly quick. Last, but absolutely not least reason number lucky number 13 
that you can learn from Taylor Swift and implement in your business is to dream even bigger. And I know this one sounds a little cheesy and a little cliche, but I really want you to think about the fact that Taylor is breaking so many records right now. She is hitting all of her goals and it is because she fearlessly, pun intended, fearlessly dreams bigger and has so much belief in herself. And I know that you can look at her and go, well, of course, it's really easy to believe in yourself when you have this entire track record of success and you have all of this money to spend on, you know, PR and having the right people around you and doing all of these amazing next level things. But when you look back at where Taylor started, you know, she, she didn't have all of that. She didn't have this huge, crazy team. She wasn't doing necessarily these massive tours. Right. And she didn't have that entire track record of of success. Everyone starts at zero. Everyone starts at day one. And yes, there is a level of privilege that exists. We're not going to deny that some people start out with more money to put into their business, or some people start out with, um, you know, more, time available that they can spend on their business. And so we're not ignoring that that exists, but the fact of the matter is everyone does start at day one and your day one may look very different than someone else's day one, but you still have to have that belief in yourself to ever get to day two, to ever get to day 100, to ever get to the kind of level that Taylor Swift is at right now. Right. And so she got where she is by, by believing that she could do it. And that's not the only reason she got there. There's a million other factors that came into play, but the, if she had not had that self-belief, then none of the other factors would have mattered because she never would have made it. And it's the same for you and the same for your business. Yes. There are a million other things that you need to focus on and think about and, you know, strategize and plan. But the most important step to success is truly believing that anything is possible and that you are capable of more. And so it all begins or ends with that self-belief or lack of self-belief. So you've got to truly believe that you can do it and dream bigger for yourself. So those are the 13 things that you should copy from Taylor Swift and implement into your business, implement into your marketing plan, implement into your life and your community that you're building. And I hope that you got some really good stuff out of this. If you um, are feeling like one of these really resonated with you, I would love for you to share it on social media, tag me, um, tag Taylor Swift. Let's see if, let's see if we can get her to see this. That would be amazing. Um, but I think there's so much to learn from this woman, but even, even if you're not a big Swifty, even if you don't listen to a lot of her music, I hope that you found some of these helpful and that they resonated with you. So go out, implement that stuff in your business, implement it in your life and really start to think through some of these things and how am I leveraging these things? How am I creating these things? How am I really showing up and honing in on these 13 things in my business, in my life to create that, that same success for myself and to really keep growing 
in the way that she has and, and really try to leverage a lot of what she's leveraged to get there and get to my next level. So like I said, if you loved it, please share it on social media, tag me at Haley Luckadoo, tag females on fire so we can reshare it, shout you out. And just so we can find our other Swifty friends, I'm always down to hear from more Swifties. So um, let me know what your favorite part of this was, or just reach out and let me know what your favorite Taylor Swift song is. I would love to hear it. I would love to connect with you and join us again next week when we're going to have a brand new hot take episode. If you haven't checked out um, our hot take series. This is a brand new series we're doing on Mondays and they're really short little digestible episodes. So, um, I'm having a lot of fun doing that. And so we've got another one of those coming next Monday, another guest episode coming next Wednesday, and then we'll be back next Friday with a fire Friday episode that you will love. So don't forget to tune back in next week and don't forget Firestarter that it only takes one spark of an idea to create a wildfire of success. Happy Friday. And that's a wrap. Head over to femalesonfirepodcast.com to check out this episode's show notes, find fun bonuses, or grab your Females on Fire merch. If you loved this episode, make sure you hit subscribe, leave us a review, and then share your favorite takeaway on Instagram and tag us at Females on Fire so we can repost you. Want more? Join us in the Firestarter Club, a monthly membership focused on helping you grow your business and your network. And tune back in every Wednesday and Friday for brand new episodes to keep you fired up for those big dreams.